and welcome folks to the WizKids European Open Ministry of Ice Extended Special. Yes, that's right. A little bit of a different pace to this episode uh, this week. A couple of reasons. Number one, you've probably noticed that it's come out a bit later than normal. Not too much later, though. Uh, well, no, hopefully not. That's if. Uh, let me see how I get on. It's already quite late. <laughs> <laughs> let me see how I get on. But yes, it's an extended episode because we are going to focus entirely on the Whiskey European Open that took place literally finished yesterday. This weekend just gone at Irisko in Bratislava um, because, well, I flew out on Thursday night and spent the weekend there. And if you're new to listening, who are you? Well, I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six. And with me today, I have Andy. A.K.A. Ivan Reitman. I don't, who's that? He, he's the director of Ghostbusters and he was a Slovakian. Is a Slovakian. Is a Slovakian. If he's still alive, which I think he is. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, I've been very naughty. I've, I've used some licensed theme music in the in between the live audio segments that are coming up. I'll give a prize to anyone, the first person to message me who correctly either guesses or knows where that theme music has come from and why it's relevant to this episode. Ooh, a little quiz. I like it. I love yeah. a good quiz. While, while we're on the subject of things European. Uh, he's from Slovakia, was he? He was indeed. A little Google search, famous Slovakians. Little little known, little known fact there for the listeners. So how has your weekend been? <laughs> Yeah, I'm tired. I'm absolutely knackered. Yeah, I flew out on Thursday night. Well, kind of Thursday afternoon into early evening sort of thing. And then played all day Friday for about 12 hours straight. Played all day Saturday for a good 12 hours straight. Probably longer than that, in fact. And played all day yesterday, right up until the point I had to get a cab to the airport to fly home. Wow. So the collumative number of games. Ooh, nice word. Thank you. Um is possibly somewhere, well, literally hours upon hours worth. We started at nine on Friday, and I went back to the Airbnb around ten, ten thirty. Then on Saturday, played from nine in the morning till about nine, nine thirty ish, and then on Sunday, played all day from, uh, well, it was after the final finish, so from about eleven. Till ordering my cab at about 7.30. Wee wah, wee wah. No wonder you're tired. Yeah, absolutely exhausted. Um, and then I've been off work today with the intention of kind of recuperating because my plane didn't land till about half past midnight. So by the time I'd got through security and got a cab and got myself home, it was well into the wee hours. And uh, we've had a leak. Oh no. Yeah, so Joe had arranged for a plumber to come round and I had to get up for him. And I had loads of chores and errands to do. And and whatnot, and uh, some parcels, some Christmas presents have been delivered and you pick it up. Anyway, that's all, you know, real life stuff. So I've not really had the restful date, but i tell you what I have managed to achieve today. What have you managed to achieve today? I've managed to edit the rest of this podcast episode, aside from what we're clearly recording right now. And I managed to type up the Global Escalation team list while I have my lunch. Well done. Yeah, so it's been productive. In addition to my chores and errands, I managed to keep a little bit of the nerd life going in amongst it all. What was your leak? There's a pipe at the back of the toilet that has gone funny. That's the official technical plumbing yeah. term, gone funny. 
Is that inlet? I don't know, the pipe at the back. Water that goes in or the stuff that comes out. No, not out, in. In all right. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a you know sewage water everywhere. No, it was uh, normal water. But it's been dripping through so the the flooring underneath is, is like absolutely sodden through. And I think there's some water, there's some water coming through into the kitchen. So there's, there's more on that saga yet to come, but we've had the immediate leak fixed. Stay tuned to episode 62 where you can find out more about Chris's yeah. leak. Yeah, so uh, I've not managed to recuperate. Well, let me uh, circle back round. Yeah, so sorry, my re- fault. No, that's all right, mate. That's fine. Um, the reason why there was so much playing going on was because uh, the event overall had four core sort of tournament plays within it and then a number of side events mostly drafts uh, that took place so in addition to the kind of main modern championship that took place on the saturday we had a global escalation tournament take place a pauper tournament take place a 10 in 10 tournament take place and an awful lot of drafting going on so yeah it was pretty intensive in terms of all the get-go representatives from 10 different countries uh, were present over the weekend wow yeah uh, eight eight of those countries were playing dice masters there were a couple on the heroclix side of things Uh, but 10 different nations uh, were there we had players from slovakia of course hungary poland czech republic the uk naturally uh, the Netherlands, oh, uh, Spain, I feel like somewhere else that I'm missing. Poland, did I say Poland? You said Poland, did you say Czech? Hungary. I think we're just repeating countries' names now. Yeah, quite possibly, but eight eight nations, Peter told me. So uh, apologies to anyone listening if I've missed out your home country. But it doesn't matter where you're from, really, because we're just one community of Dice Masters players. That's a lovely thought. Yeah, well, you know, that is absolutely something that I'll talk about it a bit and hopefully you'll you'll hear it in the live recordings. That is something that, that definitely came through from the weekend as a as a whole. But I'll I'll leave that that stuff for the back end of the episode because I'm sure people are eager to get into hearing uh, the players and the, the audio that I captured as the weekend went on. Cool. So how was it? How was it? Was it as amazing as we thought it was going to be? Yeah, I mean, I had a tremendous time, my man. Uh, I really enjoyed myself, uh, despite the fact that I'm feeling a bit kind of subdued and tired today. And that's probably coming. I probably don't sound quite as uh, enthused by it all as I actually was because I'm just feeling a bit burnt out tonight. But um, yeah, right from the get go, right from the minute of arrival, you know, so Thursday night straight away, there was a bit of messaging going around. A few of us meeting up for dinner Friday then. Uh, and I think one of the one of the wonderful things about it all is that a number of us have been interacting a great deal um, through social media google hangouts and skype calls and stuff prior to the event whether that be online player base that just got to know each other through the years from playing in um you know things like the chris and rob game room tournaments and stuff or whether it'd been a couple of months back when peter shernak kind of started up the, the chat rooms to get planning done so the all the icebreakery stuff was kind of already done and dusted you know you arrived and in, and um it was a case of you know oh hi chris i'm you know i'm didac from spain it's like oh hi man because we'd already conversed by instant message at length before arriving so the the atmosphere was just like straight away everybody just clicked and 
Um, there was no none of that weird, awkward getting to know you stuff. That was all kind of done. And then the few people who were there who hadn't been involved in in that scene, they were there with friends who had. So introductions came easy, and it you know it flowed um, because we were there all for the shared purpose of playing Dice Masters. It was um, it was a lot easier to kind of get into the flow. But I'd, I'd speak about it in the live recording. It was just you know lots of laughter, people joking and bantering with each other, making jokes just generally fun energized environment i mean the noise alone in the place was an indicator of kind of how much conversation and and um uh, people getting to know each other outside of the game of course was going on so it was awesome even the heroclix guys were nice what yeah no, tell me about it so let's have a little rundown of the different tournaments. Let's start off with Porper. 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 Uh, well, what, what would you like to know about it? Uh, <laughs> what am I running down? What? Well, that's just a, a rundown of the, the running of downness. The running of downness. Well, what did you play? Go on. In. What Let did I play? The interviewer for once. Usually it, it's you. Yeah. What okay. Uh, so on the Porper event, I played the uh, I played Uncommon Yuanti was. Uh, not uncommon. It must a common nuance was my win condition, the unblockable, um, and I used the Billy Club, the two, the common Billy Club, as the kind of action to kick off her unblockableness. Paired that up with Daredevil, so that I had an opportunity to do some additional damage, and then the rest of the stuff was pretty, pretty standard sort of common control cards um, to get me through. The winner of that event was our man Spug. Well done, Spug. I had a bit of a chat with him after after that, so we'll hear some conversation with Spug. Uh, but that was the poor, but that, that didn't go at all well for me. I, I just lost miserably all my games in pauper. Don't. Sorry? Don't. Yeah, you know, trying to do something a little bit different with the whole Daredevil Billy Club. Like seeing if I could put a bit of a new twist or maximise damage. I think the main thing is that Pauper has a lot of action-based stuff going on in it that you can immediately kind of dismiss because the common Scarlet Scarlet Witch, yeah, careful what you wish for, is in that meta. And therefore, the only win conditions that can kind of set themselves apart from the crowd, I think it, uh, it was the Hulk power of attorney. If, I'd have to go back and look at the team list, but I definitely had a sense of, well, that's what beat me all, all through the tournament, and I know Spug played it. Yeah, solid. Yeah, non-action win conditions. So the Boom Boom teams and the Uncommon Yuanti teams, you know, that relied on actions to be successful, had a bit of a miserable, t- miserable time of it. And I don't think I was alone in that kind of, Ugh, this is very repetitive, you know. When it came to the pauper, so look forward to new blind products to add to that card pool. I suppose is what I'll say off the back of that one. Yeah. Then on the Friday morning, we uh, sorry mm. on the Saturday. Uh, then Friday night was just some drafting, some side drafting. Uh, I got involved. Uh, I went in on the X Men first class draft that took place. Although there was a Thor one happening as well, mm-hmm. we kind of broke down into sort of little pods and got involved in that. That was a lot of fun. I made a little um, Jubilee Boom Boom team. It was the Boom Boom that goes off when a global's used. Oh, yeah. And then the Jubilee, Awaken Jubilee, that does one damage when she awakens, and that comboed nicely with Energy Field. 
So I was just spinning, spinning them up and down, pinging with Boom Boom, pinging with Jubilee, um, and then kind of backed them up with a few pieces to to keep them strong, like uh, Xavier School to do some extra cheeky spinning up, a couple of other awakened pieces uh, to keep it going. So that was a lot of fun. Then into the Saturday, that was the big day. That was the main modern event. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I'm probably repeating myself now up front as to some stuff that I'll say in the live audio, but Peter Shenak, the owner of the store, Risco, decided to run the modern up until top eight on Saturday and then do the top four and final on the Sunday. How exciting. Yeah, yeah, that was um, pro- probably better in some respects. And what did you play on that one? So that was my Iceman list that um, anyone is bit. Oh, I haven't posted the videos. I've got a ton of videos of our playtesting to put up. But Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, but I've been... Uh, it's the Iceman list that I'd used at the last couple of dice fights on Thursday nights. So Iceman, Magic Missile, uh, Swarm Twingers for my bolts, a bit of control because, you know, I never I never play without a bit of control using Wonder Woman Reflections. Well, she was in there mostly for Nobbies and Green Lantern teams. That was because it's when fielded, when attacks. The Intimidating Yellow Lantern Ring for Bishops, get rid of Bishops, get them out of my face, or Wreckers, for example, or Polaris's. And then Atlas and Clayface for some rampant uh, energy control. Nice. And how did you get on? Yeah, that went much better than after the pauper performance. That went much better. So uh, I went in the Swiss. I went two wins, a tie and a loss, which was enough to put me in the top eight. And then in the top eight, I got knocked out against James Bloor at that stage there. So I made it up to the semifinals, but not through to the quarters. Quarters, not through to semis. Uh, sure. Sounds right. Oh, you nerds don't know your football. No. No, we don't. Well, I think there's <laughs> quite a few of you guys who are on top of sports analogies. I clearly am not. So, yeah, that was a, that was a <laughs> certainly a hard day's play. There's no two ways about it. The competition was fierce. There was definitely some uh, more competitive players who were in the zone. They'd done their lunges and got themselves all warmed up. Um, nice stuff. Big shout out to well, Alex Dickerson and Spug for uh, also flying over from the UK and representing. Yeah, that's right. Three, all three of the UK players um, who went out to the event uh, managed to get into the top eight. Uh, and in fact, Spug went on to play in the top four also. So uh, we definitely represented well, I think, there. And also we could maybe claim a little bit of James Bloor's performance because he's a Brit. <laughs> he is a Brit. <laughs> Even though he's an adopted son of, of Slovakia. Um, so that was good. But uh, yeah, Peter van der Velde went on to win win that event. Congratulations, Peter. Yeah. Well done, Mr. van der Velde. Yeah, and I had a bit of a conversation with Peter at the end of the at the end of the weekend that I'll that we'll share with you guys. Uh, so that was the uh, that was the modern then global escalation on Saturday night. Global escalation was that Saturday night? Yeah, started at Flipping four 4.30. It's time for tea and mm. crumpets. Crikey, what did you play on that one? So that was Colossus Pyotr Rasputin. I played on that one. 
Oh, Chris, favourite. Yes, a long, long-standing favourite of mine. But of course, um, he's been given a new lease of life with the arrival of Hope, pluripotent Echo Praxia, who copies X-Men characters, which sped it up no end. And there was a couple of Colossus teams knocking about, actually, as a matter of fact. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was uh, that was certainly a very fast-paced. Peter came to me, actually, at the beginning of kicking off the rounds, and he was saying, is 45 minutes going to be enough for best of three in Global Escalation? I was like, mate, 45 minutes is, in, is long enough for six games in Global <laughs> Escalation. But that was, yeah, that was definitely... Uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you'd expect to see um, although not as many PXGs as you think, but certainly lots of blue eyes, rip hunters, chalkboards, old favourites coming out the woodwork um, in the you know the techie supporty globals. Many Ultramans or beholders? No, no, no Ultramans or beholders at all. Mm, but um, many anti use for basic action tech. Yeah, well, um, I think. The the main thing, anecdotally, sort of talking, chatting around with the players, because um, Beholder when was the winning team at the unofficial Polish Nats where they played Global Escalation. But anecdotally, I think people were a bit put off by uh, Static Field as a, a for its actual game text, as opposed to the the global. Yeah. Um, a bit put off by Static Field. And... There's there's a way around that though, and you can see that on one of the videos we'll upload. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, I think also Ben's nefarious broadcast shenanigans at Worlds that took the legs out from PXG was well publicised at the time, and I think a few people were a bit put off by having to ramp up to the seven cost. Cool. It's interesting to see that kind of quite staticky meta evolve. Yeah, um, and actually, so when I posted the team list, I put a little note at the bottom saying, I think I enjoyed Global Escalation. Say what? Yeah, and I may have even enjoyed it a little bit more than the modern, which is quite a scandalous comment and a a complete flip-flop. Whether that was because the European meta is less in your face, less aggressive, looking for a more uh, steady win, in comparison to the more kind of uh, bang for your bucks, let's go for it, uh, North American style. Whether whether that meant that I felt a little bit less kind of third turn aggravated. Also, uh, I'd done some playtesting with Ben, discussed his nefarious broadcast strategy that he used at Worlds, um, and, and took it on for my own, for myself. And uh, I, I say it in the live recordings, but I'll say it again. Thank you, Ben, for helping me get my head around that. Uh, and so I didn't. I cut my opponent's ramp off all the time, and global uses off all the time. So it meant that uh, anyone who was using PSG just couldn't get up to couldn't get up to fighting strength. While I was while I had my three cost hope and my two cost Constantine just sitting in the field pinging away, you know. Constantine. Yeah. Um, Although to be clear, it wasn't the super rare. The super rare is not uh, is banned. In global escalation, it was the anti-hero, the one that makes your opponent re-roll actions. Yeah, which also yeah. proved to be a very useful meta choice for me on the day, definitely. They lost them imprisoned. No, no, very uh, well. Not that I saw. I can't. Um, I, mean, I typed up the list earlier today, but I must admit I was in a bit of a fugue state, so I can't really remember what. It could be gibberish for all I know that I posted. <laughs> um, but uh, there was 
not that I saw any in prisons. Like I said, I saw... Um, what did I play? I can't even remember the teams I played. Oh, no, there were, uh, I played against the Fix-It team that was using Madam Web uh, to get the Fix-It through. I played... You was Fix-It was in the finals of US Nats, though, wasn't it? Was it? Hang on a minute. Am I confusing the 10 in 10 teams I played? It's all a blur, mate. Cool. Anyway, so uh, 10, you said 10 in 10. Well, how did you get on a golden escalation? Hopefully you can remember where you placed. Or... Uh, yeah, I came third in the global escalation. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Me and Yesco were fighting it out for second and third, and he picked me at the post for strength to schedule. Oh, Mr. Fish, what are you doing? I know, yeah. Mr. Fish, indeed. Uh, and then a bit more drafting on Saturday took place, and then into what did you draft? Because I think it's quite exciting what you drafted. Uh, I didn't. I didn't draft on Saturday. Oh, okay. I went for ben. some beers. Nice. Mm-hmm. What, what was being drafted? Do you know? Uh, Is it more of the same X Men first class Thor? Yeah, Thor. And Guardians. I maybe. Think, no, there wasn't a Guardians draft take place. I think maybe a Tomb of Annihilation took place. There was definitely some countertop boxes knocking around at one point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, on the Sunday, it was the finals that took place. That's uh, so the top four. And then Peter and James's match in position one and position two, uh, which Peter won. Uh, that's been recorded. The guys at the store recorded that, so they'll, they'll get that produced and um, popped up on YouTube. I think it was a pretty professional, sexy-looking rig that they had for the video recording stuff, so the YouTube stuff's going to look great. Oh, nice. Uh, we then had a little kind of award ceremony piece. Peter was awarded his winning stuff, and then also uh, Peter Senat gave prizes out to everybody at that point there. All the clapping and applauding. Um, got my hands on some swag. Uh, I'll tell you something about that was particularly interesting about the award ceremony and the prizing was that um, Ultra Pro had also chivied in and provided, I mean, tons of stuff to top the prize pool up with, in addition to what was already a pretty healthy prize pool supplied uh, gratefully by WizKids. So there was just, I mean, not just any old rubbish either, like proper prestigious Ultra Pro products that you pay good money for. Um, Card sleeves, gravity dice. Fancy deck boxes with the drawers and stuff. Uh, Yeah, there was a few bits of them knocking around, uh, like uh, carry cases, carry bag things were, were there. Uh, definitely card sleeves. I saw some. Um, I, I myself picked up a heavy metal D20 dice set, um, which uh, proper fancy. So yeah, that was that was a really awesome part of the prize giving too. So in in addition to what was already a, a, a pretty pretty tremendous prize pool provided by WizKids, we then had Ultra Pro topping it up with a with an awesome prize pool. And then Peter himself, as the owner of the store, topped it up with some extra bits. Um, just promo cards from days gone by that uh, some of the communities that were playing there, you know, hadn't seen a great deal of. Oh, nice. So, yeah, uh, loads of swag going around. Although Peter van der Velde won his own playmat and his own trophy nah. that he'd created for the event. <laughs> so you have to take it and then take it home with him. Yeah, basically, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't mind, though. No, I'm sure uh, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, and then more drafting to see, to finish the... Uh, no, wait a minute. 10 in 10, then, at that point. 10, 10, 10. Yeah. Ten to, numbers dwindled a great deal, then, though. I bet. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, flights to catch, trains to catch, etc., etc. So uh, I think there was only maybe 8 or 10 players on the 10 in 10. And 
I think a lot of us were honestly kind of a bit sort of switched off by that point. Yeah. What did you play and how did you do? 10 and 10, I played my Boom Boom list, which is Hope and Boom Boom going and Throne Brick. That's the, the centrepieces of, of that team. I don't think it worked quite as well because it it's a modern list that I was at one point considering playing in in the main modern event. Mm. Um, that I, I kind of tinkered with to make it a 10 in 10 list and the bits that I took out I felt like I missed and I wasn't as well practiced with so um, I only I went one and one win two losses out of the three rounds on that one I'll tell you what else too the 10 in 10 I, I didn't enjoy that a great deal because a lot of the Iceman teams from day one from the main modern event mm. migrated over as an because they were ten in ten, they were ten different cards in the team. Ooh. So uh, Peter Van der Vel, James Bloor, just basically with some small amendments, played their winning Iceman teams from the day before, and then uh, there were a couple of Iceman teams that turned up on the Sunday for the ten in ten as well. So it just felt a bit uh, repetitive, you know, a bit samey. Well, I can see that. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you know, a solid win condition is a solid win condition, however you look at it. Um, but it just meant that it was a bit kind of like, Meh. and then in addition to the fact that, you know, many of us were just starting to get a bit flagging a bit, feel a bit frazzled. It, it sort of finished in a bit of a, the 10 in 10 just kind of, you know, happened. Yeah. I really genuinely sort of passed me by a bit. Although I do remember... Actually, I say that I had a great game with Brano, a guy called Brano from uh, the Czech Republic, and I had a great game with um, Machin from uh, Poland. So I'm saying it passed me by a bit, but I suppose that says everything. It was more about the conversation I was having with the players. I couldn't even tell you their teams right now. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Who won? Uh, the ten in ten. Yeah. Uh, Yesco won it. Oh, Mr. Fish himself. Yeah, in fact, in, the, in fact, in the ten in ten, he played the fish. Did he? He did. Nice. Did you get to play him? Uh, No, I played him in Global Escalation. Uh, That was a fun game that we played in Global Escalation. Um, But uh, I didn't play him in 10 and 10. He's lucky. I can imagine his fish dice getting thrown out the window. (laughs) (laughs) You brought the fish. It's his Uh, favourite dice. It absolutely is, yeah. Absolutely is, yeah. Very classically kind of Yesco sort of. He loves his sort of aggro weenie builds. Um, if you take a look at his global escalation team, that was a very kind of aggro weenie thing built around um, Morfinger. Nice. I like aggro weenies. Uh, yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You like you like buffing up your sidekicks, don't you? Cool. What, yeah. Anything else to? Uh, no, I mean, we should, the day? Uh, well, I tell you, you know, we've been chunnering on now for about twenty-five minutes, and I think the listeners will just be like, "Get on with it. I want to hear the stuff from the day." So, shall we do the stuff from the day and then just come back at the end um, and I'll give a few my Jerry Springer thoughts of the day. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, folks, here we go then. Uh, I'll remind you it's an extended episode, so there's quite a lot of this stuff, but here's all the audio that I took through the entire weekend. Enjoy. Yes, okay, good afternoon, everyone. The True Mr. Six here talking to you well, live as I'm doing it, obviously, from the fine overcast climbs of Bratislava. I've just partaken in some exceptional sun-dried tomato and garlic pasta with Parmesan shavings on the top. Uh, prepared for me by the Central European National Champion 2018. Is that right? 
2017. The one before. Yeah. The one before. The the legend that is James Blore. Good afternoon, James. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So it's day one of the WizKids European Open weekend. In a short while, he says, looking at his watch, we'll be heading over to the store for the pauper event today. Pauper. Pauper. Pop. Popper. Popper. Yeah. Pauper. Pauper. Say it for me. Pauper. Pauper. <laughs> so imagine poor person. Yeah, pauper. Pauper. Aquaman. Um, So let's start with the pauper event this afternoon, James. What are you most looking forward to, or not looking forward to, as the case may be, with today's event? I'm looking forward to having a little kip before I go. Uh, (laughs) That's that's top of my list of priorities. Uh, Pauper is a bit of a weird one, I think. I I have a feeling, I have a a suspicion that there is going to be a lot of teams which look quite similar. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't. It doesn't appear to have the card pool really to bring enough variety into the into the team choices. I don't think. I suspect we're going to see a lot of Yuanti, Boom Boom, Green Devil Mask, Green Devil Mask, Hulk. probably Green Devil Mask paired up with the Question. Question. There you go. Yeah, the Hulk. Um, Possibly the, fix it. The Pinger one. Yeah. Does Fix It work in Pauper? We'll see. Oh, hey, there's a glint <laughs> in his eye. There's a glint in his eye. Um, so we're perhaps not as enamoured by today's event as we would be by some of the others that are due to take place this weekend. Yeah, we had it in Dice Fight the other day, and I thought I'd been dead clever. I pulled it all up in the in the, the, the team builder, put a team together at the last minute, turned up, and had the same team as three other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it might be a bit dry, but certainly will serve as a nice warm-up. Yes, because I, the good thing is, that what I'm most looking forward to is not taking it too seriously, because that's what I've got to work on, is is enjoying not winning. <laughs> I mean, that's, not, that's not the talk of a winner. No, I'm about to say, welcome to my world, man. I've got very used to not being a winner. But that, that, I mean, that's today's event. Overall, though, there's lots of exciting stuff going on over the weekend. What are you most looking forward to from the WizKids European Open? I'm most looking forward to the modern, uh, definitely. The, the, obviously, the main event. The prizing's nice, but I, I like the format more than any of the others. I think, I think it's very open meta. There's a lot of um, paper rock, scissors, spock, <laughs> lizard, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there that, should be fun. There's no, I don't think there's one team which dominates, unlike in previous years, and everything can be beaten by something else, and you actually can't, I think, can't counter everything possible. No matter what, no matter what you choose and what counters you might include, you're not going to cover everything, so you're going to get you're going to come unstuck at some point, which does mean that it's down to matchups and mm. a bit of luck, unfortunately. But that's why I'm saying I should concentrate on enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah, over dinner last night, um, we've got so the other Central European national champion is staying with us, although he's he's gone out and about to do a bit of the touristy thing, looking at bridges. Looking at bridges, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've all seen bridges before. I don't know what the attraction <laughs> is really. I'm here to see the tears of my defeated opponents, but. Um, <laughs> We were talking over dinner last night that one of the things with Dice Masters is you can kind of celebrate the good roles of your opponent. I mean, obviously it stings because you're like, oh, balls. <laughs> but you, at least you can recognize and appreciate and say, that is a god roll, well done, son, kind of thing. And it, you can reconcile the loss better in your head then because you're like, well, if I'd have rolled like that, I'd have won. You just put it down to luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I don't... <laughs> Yeah. What is it then about the modern? Do you think? Uh, I mean, clearly you said you kind of you like the how wide open the meta is with the rock paper scissors. No, I, I do and I don't, but yeah, I do. sure. But why is that the standout event for you over the weekend? Um, it, I think, 
I think the other the, the other formats are not as interesting for me. If I'm perfectly honest, the the pauper is is odd and limited. The the global what is it called? Global escalation is, yeah. is uh, Gold, golden it, escalation. I think you'll find it's called. No, I think I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's 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 interesting in itself, but um, I I'd left the team building for the last minute, and then I thought, oh, you know, you can either go for massive crushing damage soon, or you can go for control one or the other. And um, either way, it could turn out quite miserably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure control works in Global Escalation, really. I've, I've tried, and I just can't get it together. I haven't actually tried, so that might be part of my problem. <laughs> I've got a team which is entirely untested, at least by me. And the other one, 10 by 10 10 by 10 is all right, but it's, it's not that dissimilar from modern. And the prize, no. prizing for the actual modern is better, so it might as well. I find the team building for 10 in 10 uh, frustrating, you know, because the moment you change one card, you, you've dropped yourself into a black hole of uh-huh. tinkering um, because of the, the nature of the restriction. I just build a team and then hope that they all come from 10 different sets, and then usually they do. Oh, well, if I sit down across the table from you, then I'll, I'll be having a good close look and checking what sets you've got going on, see if I can't get you disqualified nice and early. Yeah. Do check, do check. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, that we'll wrap that up there for the minute and a little warm-up chat to get us into the weekend. I'll try and catch Spug later, maybe, before we start up. Perhaps James will be interviewing me on the close of Saturday night to get my championship lap. <laughs> yeah, laugh it up, fuzzball. Um so uh, I'll be back soon with more coverage from the WizKids European Open. Say goodbye, James. Bye-bye. Yes, welcome back, folks. And, uh, well, this Airbnb is lousy with Central European national champions because not only did we speak to James a short while ago, the 2017 Central European national champion, but now I have the Spuggy Ninja himself, Andy... The 2018 Central European National Champion. Hello, Andy. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm very good, yes. Thank you. Well, you know I am. We've been hanging out for <laughs> about 24 hours now so far. Uh, but this is day one of the WizKids European Open. We're going to be heading over to the store for the Pauper event a little later on. But I'd be interested... Oh, actually, before I get into that, congratulations. The unofficial UK National Champ. Well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, You've taken my gaming versus cancer title. <laughs> well, arguably, I've taken Mike Powell's UK national champion. Haven't I? But uh, let's argue that. Yeah, let's argue that. <laughs> my 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 gaming versus cancer mightiness is is unquestionable. Mike Powell's national, UK national champion status is what's <laughs> under question here. Maybe both belts have been unified. <laughs> Does that then somewhat make me an unofficial UK national champion as well? Then what? Because you won a title after he did that wasn't in the same competition. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. All right, well, we'll open it up for debate. I'm thinking yes there. So, tell we spoke, what, this weekend, Whiskey's European Open, super exciting to be having this event taking place over this side of the water. What are you most looking forward to over the weekend? I think I'm just looking forward to playing loads of dice, if I'm honest, because, you know, where, where I am, I don't get to meet face-to-face um, very often other people to play games so it's going to be really great to meet a really good bunch of people obviously I was here last year so I know quite a few of the faces that are going to be here I know it's a good scene here the shop's great and Peter does a brilliant job in terms of supporting Dice Masters here so we're really looking forward to meeting some new guys as well playing some of the people who are coming for the first time you know it's an expanded tournament I think this year in terms of the reach that uh, the, the tournament has this time 
So um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to to rolling some dice and and playing some stuff that you don't normally get the chance to play either. Yeah, very good. And is there any one particular talking about rolling dice? Is there any one particular event um, that stands out to you, or the one you're most keen to sink your teeth into? Well, I mean, the modern one has got to be the one that everybody's most excited about. It's got the best prize support. It's the most prestigious, but also it's the most terrifying because <laughs> the meta just feels so wide open and, you know, who knows what surprises someone might come up with. And it does really feel like there's a, a big kind of rock, paper, scissors thing going on with the various teams that people can build. You know, every, it seems like certain teams play well against one certain type of team and vice versa. So... Um, so that that's a, the, the great unknown. I mean, um, the pauper tournament tonight. It feels like there's not a massive card pool for that, so I, I don't think there'll be too many surprises there. And then global escalation is just completely bonkers usually. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I think it's just going to be people rolling huge amounts of dice and trying to smash each other into the face as quickly as they can. Yeah, it is very much a more now, louder, faster kind of format, yeah. What you won't know, Spug, is that you've almost directly replicated (laughs) 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 word for word the commentary from James earlier. It's it's like we're all staying in the same Airbnb (laughs) discussing this stuff or something. (laughs) That'll make for fascinating content for the listeners. Yeah, I think they'll enjoy that very, very much, yeah. Um, So talking about the modern event then tomorrow, is there any particular team you're particularly fearful of? I'll probably be giving away a bit too much. I'll probably go oh, for uh, a yes, politician's sorry, answer at this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask the question I really want to ask. What team are you playing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> well, if I knew that, I still wouldn't tell you. No, but, well, in uh, broad terms, um, expanding on that rock, paper, scissors thing, I think yeah. is what I was looking for there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think the thing about, as we would have talked about, the, th- the thing about the meta is that there are certain kind of pieces that you know are going to be kind of a bit of a nemesis yeah. and you just have the hope that you don't see too many of those no, kind of sure. things we've debated uh, green devil mask at length today haven't we for example as a, as yeah. a kind of a horrible piece of meta tech that's going on at the minute yeah and you kind of feel as if after Ben Said Scott's team won the world championship with that in his team and that was a real kind of MVP card for him over the course of the weekend you feel like there will be quite a few people who will pick up on that and it will be a lot more popular than it would have been if we'd had this tournament before Worlds, I think. Yeah, for sure. No, I entirely agree, yeah. And so, uh, great scene, great community, going to get the opportunity to meet all these people from all over, most excited about the modern tournament. Is there a particular prize you've got your eye on? Yeah, do you know, well, I think everybody likes the Altart X-Men cards. For sure. Those look pretty exciting. And I do like the idea of Golden Psychic dice, actually. That's uh, That's pretty cool too, so I would be really pleased to uh, get in amongst any of that kind of stuff um but it seems like peter's also managed to get some stuff from ultra pro as yeah, well which is like really great, kind of it? um boosting the stash available so there's yeah i think it feels like everybody's going to go home with something for their trouble plenty of lovely swag yeah, yeah absolutely all right well best luck in the events there andy thank you very much and to you and um we'll catch you all later folks Okay, well, here we are then. It's just me, 
on my own, stood outside the front of the store. We're two rounds into the pauper event. We have 12 players here uh, that have arrived so far. There's more expected tomorrow, but as you can well imagine, we've got people making their way across. So I think that's a fairly decent turnout um, for what is proving to be a pretty miserable format, in my opinion. I'm not doing particularly well right now. I'm 0-2. Uh, I'm uh, through no other reason than my own making because I've created a bobbins team. However, everybody is super lovely. The conversation is warm and flowing. Peter has given us an extremely warm welcome. The the camera setup for the recorded games is exceptional. I'm expecting some really high quality stuff from that. So for the first event of the weekend, a bit of a, a bit of a wet squib in terms of the format. We're seeing lots of the same cards over and over again. Um, Scarlet Witches, Green Devil Masks, the six cost um, She-Hulk that's not a She-Hulk. Quite a lot of boom booms, fireflies, uh, unblockable Yuantes knocking around. So it's a bit samey, bit bland. Um, it seems there's a lot of action-related win conditions, but the worst action hate of the of the game at the moment is in the is in the poor performance. Scarlet Witch. She's certainly the reason for my downfall so far. This um, this event. Um, but yeah, not not a bad not a bad kickoff. Not a bad kickoff once. Well, once once the Magic the Gathering players cleared out the store, for sure. So that's that's my midway through pauper update. 0 and 2 for Chris. But you know, let's see how it goes for the rest of the event today and certainly we'll see some more creative stuff tomorrow. Well, there we are then ladies and gents. We are at the end of Day one of the WizKids European Open. Well, I say at the end of day one, many of us are now stopping behind to get a bit of drafting going and just generally hang out and socialise. I might try and find a beer somewhere. Uh, however, um, pauper, is, uh, pauper is a stinker. It's true, folks. The true Mr. Six of old that you know and love is back with a vengeance, going a total donut on the event there. Didn't win a single game but um i've had a cracking time nonetheless everybody's lovely as i said earlier um i'm going to try and pin a few people down tonight as well see if we can't get a little bit of audio captured with a few of the guys from around and about uh, europe and have a bit of a chat with them about what their scene looks and feels like uh, but there we go purpose concluded true mr six has you know the bed hopefully i'll be back fighting fit stronger tomorrow just getting all my bad rolls out of the way that's what it was just just ex- exercising all my bad luck honest okay then mr spook here we are the morning after day one of the WizKids european open how does it feel to be the european pauper champion <laughs> extremely exciting obviously you know it's the kind of thing that dreams are made of <laughs> if I'm honest. i can tell by the look on your face <laughs> no no it was good uh, it's a nice way to start the i mean it's a pretty relaxed format the first that we just played basically a three-round kind of tournament um and uh, there were a lot of as you can probably expect a lot of very similar looking teams lots of people playing boom boom Basically, everyone had Scarlet Witch, I think, Green Devil Mars, lots of Hulk. Scarlet Witch. That didn't help you, did it? No, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not. Uh, just uh, incidentally, if anybody's interested, I've put photos of the teams up on the BritRoller6.com blog. Um, I'll go back and, I don't know, tidy that up later if I can be asked. Because Pauper, to my mind, is 
bland, super bland, especially if you play a number of wind conditions are action-focused wind conditions, and the biggest action hate of the moment is in the format. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah and there's, there's basically nothing in the way of damage mitigation or blanking or anything like that that you can use to get rid of some of the big... You know, basically, once someone's got a Hulk, the, the power of attorney Hulk out, the clock starts ticking immediately for the opponent, and it's... You know, probably going to be game over pretty quickly unless they can deal with it in some way. Huntress helped a bit for me in managing to uh, remove a remove a Hulk in one of my games, but generally, yeah, it's there were a lot of similar looking teams, and it was just a case really of who had the best luck in terms of rolling on the day and the dice fell my way on this particular occasion. <laughs> I think you're only saying that. <laughs> we got the heckler in the background there. Um, yeah, so for for the listeners, then it was a Hulk team that you played, the uh, Power of Attorney. Yeah. It is just, I mean, it's a power card in general, really. There's you can't attack, you can't block. I had Huntress on my own team, but she was no solution for me because the minute I started dealing damage to my opponents, well, Scarlet Witch was the purpose of my Huntress was to get rid of that. But the minute I started shooting Scarlet Witches, I was taking damage. So I either did nothing and got locked out by Scarlet Witch or killed her. And help my opponent <laughs> whittle me down to zero. So yeah, I think the draft pack arrival, the, the arrival of the draft packs next year, with the rarities attached to the cards, there, hopefully will open up the format a little bit more. Yeah, indeed. I mean, my my team was a um, as you said Hulk, and then I used the one cost Tringer, which gave me access to loads of bolts once that got rolling, and then with using that with magic missile and fielding some cheap characters and using things like Huntress was just like uh, and which is again more bolts if she doesn't roll on a character side so it does mean that you can start pinging things off pretty quickly to, to do that two damage to your opponent each time yeah horrifying um, and I think just broadly speaking Hulk was quite a strong presence there I definitely played against a Firefly list yeah uh, yeah Firefly list a Hulk list um, and then what what killed me in the end uh, well, it was Scalawish, yeah, but it was a boom boom team that took me out in the end. Um, just while I failed to roll through any Scarlet Witches all day long, my opponent in that last round managed to managed to roll through my my Scarlet Witch. But you did make your first award of the of the weekend. Oh, I did, yeah. Peter awarded me the Fellowship Award. Uh, I think mostly because he felt sorry for me for travelling across the ocean just to come and get my ass kicked. Um, just. Choking it up. <laughs> I'm sure that'll all change today. Well, yeah, it's the big event today. We're on to the modern. We're all bleary-eyed and getting caffeinated drinks in us to try and liven up. So we'll wrap that up there. We'll head on over to the store and I'll I'll jump back on with an update on how the modern's going. See you later, folks. Bye. Well, okay then, folks, it's the morning of day two of the WizKids European Open. I'm hanging outside the store here with my good man, uh, Balaj. Hi. Um, and uh, I just thought I'd catch a quick five minutes while, while we had a spare moment. Uh, everything's hustling around, getting ready to go. So how are you finding the event so far? Uh, event is very good. Everybody is fine. Uh... I love this game and the uh, people too who uh, play this game. Very good. We had a 
knockdown drag out match in the uh, second round of the the draft last night. Yes, yes, yes. I've, uh, I'm not sure I've entirely forgiven you. Thank you for the game. <laughs> yeah, it was an incredible turn turn of events. I had Balaj down to two life. Yes, I. Uh, you you played uh, Jubilee and uh, and the Boom Boom, uh, who uh, make damage uh, on global usage and uh, and uh, ping ping all of my life except two. But uh, after that, I I had a very 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 good role and two Jubilee with a lot of masks, so I can won that match yeah, it, not, without, without any chance not, not just a very good role an exceptional role yeah. Balaj you needed I think five masks to yes. to pull the win out the bag and uh, two static field with uh, with two fielded jubilees so that's uh, a lot of damage yeah it was incredible and I, I was just like super overconfident all like yeah he's never going to roll that and what did you do uh, I played uh, static field global uh, a lot of times, and, <laughs> and after that, the static field, everybody died, and uh, then I uh, swing you 15 damage, maybe. Yeah. I was distraught. I was distraught. I cried myself to sleep over that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. That's okay. What are you most looking forward to in the modern event today? It's the big, it's the big deal today. Uh, I uh, would like to win uh, uh, Signed Resurrection. That's uh, that's uh, my favorite card, and uh, my my deck will be an X-Men thematic uh, Marvel thing. Uh, we will see what we can do with that. Excellent. Okay. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Let's see if we end up catching up a little later Thank on. You. I'll wrap it up there, guys, and I'll come back with more for you later. Okay, well, here we are then. We're at the WizKids European Open. It's uh, I'm making the rounds before the main event. I'm sat with Team Barcelona. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for agreeing to sit down with me for a few minutes. Would you like to introduce yourselves to begin with? Yeah. My name is Xavier, and we come from Barcelona with Didac. Hello. Hello. And uh, so you guys, we played in the Pauper yesterday. I don't want to talk about that. Um. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'd be very interested to know, and I'm sure the listeners would be very interested to know. Okay, what's uh, what's the script with Dice Masters in Spain? What's the what's what's the scene like over there? Uh, Spain it's an interesting um, country to play Dice Masters. But one year ago, we had uh, like three communities: one in Barcelona, one in Madrid, and one in Sevilla. But in the last year, uh, Madrid has disappeared. Uh, Sevilla, we don't know anything. We don't know if, if they are still alive or not. <laughs> but uh, Barcelona, we have uh, 10, 12 regular players, but six players were new to the to the game with the uh, team boxes and uh, the uh, boxes. And we have to to play different formats. We have to think uh, things that they can play and uh, most uh, all players can play too. We have to make new formats. Uh, we have we make difficulty uh, rarity checks. Only one super rare or only one rare. Only three commons because uh, the the only meta. Three commons, no. Almost three commons. At least, at least. At least. So, sorry for our English. It's okay. Don't worry about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so no, that's really good though because that's um, I think one of the great things about the game is that it has the opportunity for 
experimenting and that sort of variety. And what's particularly exciting about that is it allows you to continue to encourage new players. You know, there's no barrier of entry. You know, so that's really great. Uh, and having a little scene of 10 to 12 players, that's rock solid, man. I've seen the pictures on Facebook. You know, of you guys playing. Yeah, we we don't usually make photos. We 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 come to play dice masters. We play dice masters. We try to we try to make photos and a little bit of blog thing with the teams. But we forget. We we play dice masters and oh, you have a good team or not? But we don't remember making photos. I'm sorry. That's fine. No, and everyone has their own job and the time is less than we 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 want. And it's difficult because the people forget to to take the photos. The people forget. Take the team sheets, like today, <laughs> and then it's it's complicated. But in the WhatsApp, it's every day burning, and then the we we want with the new formats that Xavier talked open the game. We need to to make the game more friendly. And yes, we can't play cards like Sarina, Green Goliath, but I think that it's more helpful for the game. Healthy, healthy. Healthy, yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you, thank you for that. It's the big day today. It's the main modern event. What are you most looking forward to for today? Uh, I'm gonna be sincere. I wanna win. I wanna win, but only with uh, with yesterday and tomorrow and see other people playing dice masters. And we have a little talk with Peter and Mitchell about the meta, about the environment of dice master. And I feel uh, I feel good because you're playing about the game you, you like, you play, and with uh, with some intensity about the oh how's the meta? Oh, I think the meta is good. And what do you think about the new expansions? Uh, we don't usually can do that in, in Spain. We play with the new players. Is they are new players? They don't remember Uncanny X Met or all, all, all Professor X Meta, and it, it, it's it's a good day. It's a good day. If we win, better. But if not, playing for fun. I want that Xavier don't win, obviously. No, but I I think that the more important today is show. To with kids that we are alive and don't forget us. Yeah. yeah. I I think that it's that point. Absolutely. Europe representing. <laughs> Our friends told us that uh, you win or you don't come back. <laughs> so we have to win. <laughs> well, okay then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, but they don't think that they can lose to players. <laughs> <laughs> So one way or another, you're going home or you're sleeping on the streets of Bratislava. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for making time today, gents. Hopefully we'll, we'll get, catch a bit of time through the day to uh, capture a bit more audio. Uh, but I'll wrap that up there and crack on and see what's going on. We're all just hanging out right now. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Gracias. Okay, so... Uh, Chris here, just on my own, halfway through the 
modern Swiss rounds. I'm currently sitting on one win and one draw. I've just had an exhausting hour-long knockdown match with Spug where, (laughs) sadly, he finished the game at rounds with me on one life and unable to kill me. Um, So I think he's feeling a little bit tearful right now because he was so close to taking me. Um, But, uh, yeah, that was a a battle of, of... Two monsters, the Collector versus the Iceman. Lots of shenanigans going on, and we're both pretty capable control players just getting in each other's faces, interfering with stuff. Um, So, not not ideal. I think there was a few opportunities I I missed where I could have maybe swung it round to my favour and I kind of whiffed on him, but uh, that's life. So, we've got quite a few peeps on 2 and 0 right now. So I'm going to have to do quite a bit of work in the next couple of rounds to try and get myself up into the top cut. Um, However, that said, all the games have been super enjoyable so far. Uh, Just like yesterday, the atmosphere is warm, super friendly, everybody's bantering, laughing and joking. Just incidentally, I've not mentioned yet, we've we've got 20 players here today. So we've been doing four rounds of Swiss um, from all over the continent. So uh, everything is ticking on rather nicely. I'll be back later with more news. Well, there we are then, ladies and gents. We've just come to the end of the top eight cut of the Whiskey European Open modern main event. Uh, that's me out now. Uh, James knocked me out in the top eight. Uh, Iceman on Iceman, but as a man of principle, not using a shriek on my team, paid the price, particularly when James decided to double shriek my Iceman. There was no wriggling out of that one. I'm actually pretty pleased, if all told, to get to the top eight with a Swiss record of 2 1 and 1. So, to get an extra little bit of gaming out of the modern events. Not the worst thing, not entirely the worst thing. Although, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit disappointed. If for no other reason, then I got my hands on that lovely art, art Jubilee. I can confirm at this point, we've still got one game of the top eight coming to an end, but I can confirm at this point that we've got James Bloor, Peter van der Velde, and Andy Spug through, and then the winner of Ballage and uh, Brano's match. But uh, what's going to happen now is we're going to conclude the modern event and drop the top four and the final into tomorrow and move on to some global escalation and then some casual drafting and whatnot to see the rest of the night through. Um, So I'll try and grab a few more heads around and about, have a bit of a chat with them about their experiences from the day and how it's been going. Um, But I'm just going to sign off the modern event for today. And I'll let you know how the global escalation is going. All right, ta-da. All right then, boys and girls. So we are now halfway through the global escalation. As I mentioned earlier, we've taken a break in the modern main event to hold the top four and final tomorrow and jumped over to some global escalation. However, I have with me right now fellow top eight failure from the UK scene. <laughs> no, seriously, congratulations on getting to the top eight. Alex Nickerson, hello Alex. Hello, it's lovely to be here. It's lovely to have made it this far. Yeah, how are you finding your uh, WizKids European Open weekend? Oh, it's been, it has been absolutely brilliant, I have to admit. Um, it's my first proper 
proper competitive event, as as competitive as the MOD PDMs are, this is another level. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. And what a story, what a journey you've had this year. I mean, from from zero to hero. Very clearly, I mean... Roughly this time last year, I was, I was winning the wooden spoon at the uh, Gaming versus Cancer to, to getting to top four in that, and now top eight in Europe. I mean, and, you know, when I, when I started this, I wanted to do it off meta. I didn't want to just build a nice man or build something like that. So I looked, I found something to play, and I've thought, built it up, and it's been, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a great journey. Yeah, and you've, um, I think, so you've stuck with the same team for quite a while. We've been playtesting a little bit together. Do you want to tell the listeners just a little bit about what you've played today in the modern event? So in the modern event, I was playing a Parasite Maxwell Jensen team, um, and I've been working on it and changing things around, and the idea is basically to insect plague through um, sidekicks or, if necessary, poxwalkers. However, I've recently added a um, mimic ramp to it, so I've not really had the need for poxwalkers, so... But uh, and there were no wreckers, which was uh, good for me. Yeah, in fact, now that you mention it, I don't think I've seen a great deal of wreckers at all in the modern today. In fact, I've not seen a one. No, I'd have to go back over the team list. Yeah, yeah, very good. And so, how are you finding the global escalation? How's that gone for you so far? Um, it's it's nice to be playing for fun again because I've been working, like I say, I've been working on this team for so long and taking it seriously and all of that. It's nice to just put. I've not really got any of the global escalation cards that are kind of the mainstays, so I've just taken all the power cards and just put them all in one team and bashing people's heads <laughs> or not but uh it's been fun so what are you at right now two and oh uh, uh, <laughs> uh one and one okay well that, that whole bashing people in the heads thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair enough fair enough well i'm currently on one and a tie um i'm rolling with my my, my man colossus piotr rasputin but uh, pairing him up with his lovely new friend hope what are, what are you running on the Global Escalation? Um, I've got a Fix-It, I've got a Super Rare Ultraman, I've got, um, what else have I got? I've got a Floated Bloat Drone wow. in there. So, yeah, it's a whole bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff with no glue. I've built a house with no mortar. <laughs> Very good. Well, it seems to be doing all right for you. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, Jack, Jack, as usual, as usual, is ruthless with me. He's, um, he, I feel like he's come to this event targeting me in particular. <laughs> so, um, you know what, he's, he's had his fun, but I'll be back next year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out. Thank you for so having me. Best of luck in the rest of the Global Escalation. And I'll be back with you folks a little later on to let you know how the Global Escalation panned out. Okay, here we are then. The second attempt at this interview, the first one went horribly wrong. Uh, I am here with my long-standing online rival, my brother from another mother, who I love really deeply, even though he did slap me with a fish once. I have Yesko, local from Bratislava. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, hi Chris. So we're three rounds into Global Escalation right now. How have you been finding your WizKids European Open experience? Uh, quite well. I really enjoy it and I actually enjoy this Global Escalation tournament more than the modern in the, in the morning. Uh, I just came to the modern with the kind of midnight creation I created the last night. <laughs> I didn't know what to play. I didn't want to play fish. And I just came with a team which didn't do very well. I have one win, one tie, and two losses. So that's the greatest result mm-hmm. ever. But this global escalation is quite fun for me. And I'm a little bit surprised because I don't like the global escalation. is the best format ever. Even right now with yeah. these turns, three kills and this kind of stuff. But I'm playing a team I like and it's quite fast. 
I have two hands, one tie with you, because I was not able to kill you <laughs> any time. So, yeah, it is fine. I am the king of the draw, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm on two wins in the tie as well right now. Um, but a very classic Yesco team, just ramp fast, field fast, pump it all up and get those weenies across the board. Yeah, I'm using a lot of masks. Every, almost everything in my team is masks, like morphing jars, and I'm using this uh, Avengers ID card that I already use in my modern team. But it sound, it seems that it uh, works better in this global escalation, and it's really fun to like roll eight dice in the turn two and twelve <laughs> dice in turn three and deals a little bit of damage. So I really like it. Yeah, until, until someone comes along with a nefarious yeah, broadcast <laughs> and loads of static fields. Yeah. Uh, excellent. And so I mean, it's, tr- it's tremendous to have so many people from all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, a real pleasure to meet face to face finally. What would you say you've enjoyed the most about the weekend experience? Probably the the atmosphere because it's really casual for to me, and it is. I don't feel any stress. I don't feel it's like the European something and really important or so. But I really enjoy the games. Even if I lose, I just don't care almost. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to to win. It's a good feeling. But yeah, this this atmosphere is is great. It's yeah. just games and people are playing games, having fun, rolling dice. It's great. Yeah, just chatting and there's, there's yeah, yeah. it's loud. We've had to step into a corridor because everyone's just chatting, yeah, yeah. enjoying each other's company. It's tremendous. Well, I wish you the best of luck in round four of the Global Escalation. Thank you much. I wish you uh, the best of luck too. Also. Thank you. Yeah, we, might, we could be duking it out for the top <laughs> spot at this rate. Although I think Balage and James are... We have to beat them probably. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to either of those. Yeah. Balage has done me in all weekend. <laughs> um, but yeah, best of luck in the Global Escalation. Will we be seeing you at 10 in 10 tomorrow? Not sure. I want to come tomorrow, but know nothing about the format. I didn't time to see what's the meta in this format, what are the cards, yeah, but maybe I will come. See how it rolls. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, excellent. Thank you very much, Jesco. And folks, I'll be back with more later on. Hello again, everybody. Chris again, reporting from the WizKids European Open in Bratislava. I've just hopped into the corridor once again because it's very noisy in the in the main hall and there's uh, they're just doing the uh, it's a hero clicks award ceremony taking place right now so there's lots of clapping and and uh, bantering going on we've just concluded the global escalation tournament uh, congratulations to balage for taking the top spot in that event i myself came in third <laughs> I know, the sound of surprise in my voice. And the reason for that is because Global Escalation really is not my favourite format at all, and I'm very surprised that I've managed to do anything with it. I got pipped at the post on Strength of Schedule for second place by Yesco. Once again, the fish slapper has given me a good trout to the face and knocked me out of the way. But nonetheless, I'm very pleased to have come in third. I was going to try and catch... I'll see if I can get him a bit later on today or maybe tomorrow to have a chat about his Global Escalation team. However, we're taking a meal break right now before we start doing a bit of drafting to see the night through. And people have sort of disseminated and disappeared into, um, I don't know, up to Lidl, I think, to buy some bread. So I'll see if I can catch Balage. But a really interesting team there um, with some some kind of great cards but ones that you wouldn't consider particularly meta the team list will be on the britroller6.com blog at some point through the week when i get a chance to type it up but one little eye-catching meta piece that that i thought was interesting is balaj had the earth x um oh what's his name x51 is it x51 
I think that might be the subtitle. Uh, can't be targeted by globals or actions, and is using the the classic ring of attraction from Yu-Gi-Oh um, to to kind of lock out opponent strategies. Uh, and the Phantom Strangers on there as well to to board clear. Um, so a really, just a really interesting team. And then he's going for cheeky little polymorph switcheroos to get the big punches through. Um, so a well fought. Um, campaign through the global escalation by Balage there, uh, and a really interesting team list. And so super pleased to see that, uh, and also super pleased that my uh, Colossus Piotr Rasputin team got made its way through to the third position. At this point now, I'm going to take a pause uh, to say a uh, make an apology and a thank you to Ben Said Scott because I don't believe I'd have made the third spot if Ben hadn't convinced me to use Nefarious Broadcasting, my global escalation team. The misrepresentation that he's been banging on about like a broken record uh, since I was talking about Nefarious Broadcast as a static field cancellor uh, turns ago, but actually the playtesting we were doing was to use Nefarious Broadcast to run interference on classic PXG ramping. So Ben, there is your apology, your big whinger. I hope that satisfies you. Uh, I'm going to sign off there now, go and see what's going on with the drafting and maybe get a bite to eat. And I'll be back tomorrow uh, to update on the finals of the modern event and to have a bit of a chat about how the 10 in 10 goes. All right, catch you later, folks. Well, good morning, folks. It's day three, the third and final day of the WizKids European Open. Uh, you just have Chris for this little segment here. I'm just doing a little bit of warm-up chat before the day's events take place. Well, I say before the day's events take place. As I speak right now, the top four matches are underway. We have four very bleary-eyed, weary dice rollers making their way through the final. James and Spook are the recorded game. That's the one that the video is being captured for. So that will be posted on the Irisco YouTube page in good time. Uh, but some very intense concentration faces uh, I'm observing. Uh, and we'll see how that pans out. Um, the team lists are up on the BritRoller6.com webpage. So you can go and take a look at what the guys are playing there. James has a, a kind of very aggro Iceman bolt build using uh, globals such as Molnir and Techno to really amp up his bolt count to fire into that Iceman and get in the face of his opponent. Spug is playing a fairly traditional collector control team using Nobby as his main win condition um, and then lots of fun kind of control the elements to kind of lock his opponent out while he gets on with fielding that Nobby. Balage is playing a kind of X-Men built team focusing on Jubilee, Hope and a little twist there with Hope, uh, Rachel Summers from the campaign box. Uh, a, a, an interesting kind of board clear method there although uh, I will say in my game with Balage yesterday killed me with a thousand cuts just relentlessly <laughs> fielding sidekicks um, and pinging me with jubilee and a copy jubilee with his hope and then peter van der Velde, another iceman team very similar to the one that i've played through the event there but with a little bit of extra control added he's got the black widow agent there to help with direct damage strategies uh, and he has the green devil mask for any any kind of warly style um, I suppose things like Atlantis um, so we'll see they're halfway through um, I'll try and grab one of them after the top four matches have concluded um, but we once all that's done and dusted we'll be moving on to the 10 in 10 so 
uh, I'll come back and give you a little update on how that's going too. All right, folks, catch you later. Uh, okay, ladies and gents, so I'm here with Martine and Philippe. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Hi there. Um, and you guys have come over to join us at the Whiskies European Open this weekend from Poland. Yes, we have. And uh, that's the first time for me, and I believe it's been the first time for Philip as well. Yes, it's also first time for me. And we came here from two different cities in Poland, from Warsaw and from Szczecin. Szczecin. Yeah, that's nearly unpronounceable. Okay, yeah, well, uh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, well, if you're struggling with it, then I'll never get it. I'm very typically British in that way. So it's been a tremendous weekend. How have you been finding your Whiskey's European Open experience? Well, tremendous. Uh, I'm impressed with the organization. I'm impressed with the atmosphere. It's uh, overwhelming, uh, uh, but in a fun way. Uh, there's so much going on. Uh, the whole uh, tournament scene is, uh, seems to be alive here, uh, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, I would agree. Peter and his team have done an exceptional job for us, haven't they? And uh, just uh, all the conversations have been really warm and flowing. Everyone's just been chatting and enjoying themselves. He's creeping over now. There he is. We're just giving you the big up, handsome man. Thank you. Am I handsome? You are, yeah. It's yes, the beard. It's the beard that does it. And those baby blues. <laughs> um, Philly, tell me, so over the weekend's events, we've done uh, pauper, modern and global escalation so far we've got the 10 in 10 to go but of the three that have taken place what have you enjoyed the most i enjoyed the most global escalation because uh, i end up at uh, fifth place the higher uh, for me and uh, i like uh, in that format that uh, we can use um, many cards obviously uh, cards that aren't banned but uh, we can uh, come up with new ideas and make some interesting teams. Yeah, absolutely. well, I'm not a fan of Global Escalation, but somebody ought to be, I suppose. I don't like all the PhD ramping and all the craziness there. But we, had, we both had a good time with Hope Colossus yesterday, didn't we, in the Global Escalation? Uh, yes, we have, and it t- took me to the fourth place unexpectedly. Uh, um, that's uh, In fact, that's the team I've been playing uh, for some time, but I haven't been playing it uh, since the, the Nats in Poland, so it's about two months. Ah, <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute then, the Nats in Poland. So uh, you messaged me a short while ago, said you had your own little unofficial Polish Nats. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, that was the first event like that uh, in our country. Uh, unofficial, but still, it was fun. Uh, I hope it was fun for, for all of us. Uh, we we have been expecting a bit of a more... Uh, uh, turnout, you know, you, plenty of people uh, uh, were supposed to uh, to be there. Uh, it turned out there were only thirteen, uh, if I remember, or, or fourteen, if I remember correctly. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, we get around somewhere between twelve and fifteen when we do an unofficial event in the UK as well. So that's really great to hear. Yeah, we we played uh, global escalation. We played some drafts. Uh, it was fun, but I hope uh, for it to be just a start. Uh, I hope for, for it to be the beginning of something bigger. Uh, if we manage to get uh, another one next year, uh, maybe we'll get people from other cities coming as well. Maybe we'll get 20 to 20. Uh, yeah, that would, be, that would be something. Yeah, that'd be tremendous. And I'd encourage you and wish you the best of luck in, in getting that off the ground. Uh, just uh, for anyone who's list- interested in listening, then, who was the champion at your unofficial hashtag not Polish Nat? Oh, uh, 
It was uh, a guy from Warsaw. What was his name again? Janusz. Janusz. He played a team with Beholder, a very nasty team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he won every game in. Uh, he played every game for five minutes or something like that because in, in turn three he won <laughs> almost all games. Yeah. I gave him a bit of a trouble, but yeah, he managed to beat me. Uh, it was nasty. <laughs> I have myself encountered that beholder before. There's a video um, uh, that's posted on YouTube for the world to see where a gentleman called Laurier, otherwise known as the beholder spam boy. Hello, Laurier. Um, defeated me miserably. And I was very, very salty as a result of it. In fact, I've still not forgiven him. Um, well, gentlemen, thank you very much for sharing some information about your policy. And any final words for the listeners? I want to thank all uh, people who I have played this week. I really enjoy playing new players, like uh, knowing their styles, because uh, in, in uh, Poland uh, we have a small group and I play uh, always with the same guys. So it's really nice to play with other players from other countries. Excellent. Thank you, Philippe. And yourself, Achi? Yeah, well, I completely agree with Philip here, so joining the thanks. Uh, and uh, I want to encourage all of those hesitating still. Come here next year, please. Uh, you'll see it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I entirely agree. It's been a great time, hasn't it? And we've still got yet more dice to roll this afternoon. So best of luck in the 10 in 10, guys. And we'll speak to you later, folks. <laughs> Okay, folks, well, it's the uh, uh, partway through day three. We've just concluded the, well, I say just concluded. I've finished my 10 in 10 games, uh, but there's a couple still taking place. The numbers have dwindled somewhat uh, as uh, a number of individuals have had to head on to catch planes, trains, buses, coaches and automobiles to head on back home today. Uh, My flight's not until a bit later on, so I'm seeing it through till the bitter, bitter end. Uh, 10 in 10 has been alright I think there's an awful lot of Iceman teams still floating around um, that have made <laughs> that have made their way from the core main modern big event into 10 in 10 which has made it you know honestly a bit bland and repetitive today sadly uh, however you know the uh, the company is second to none so you can look past that I suppose uh, I've not done so great in 10 in 10 I've gone one win and three losses. I was playing a, a variation of the of a uh, modern boom boom list that I've been using for some time now. But uh, I think the ten in ten changes and a few of the jiggery pokeries to make it fit the ten different sets took a little bit of its uh, bit of its strength out. But you know we carry on regardless. There's Alex Dickerson making his exit. On his way. Safe travels, my man. Thank you very much. We'll just catch you one last second. So yeah. uh, enjoy your flight, and I'll I'll see you on a dice fight soon. I look forward to it. Yeah, no worries. Get yourself home safe. The, the whole the whole podcast is going to listen to mine and yours. Oh, wonderful. See you later conversation. Oh, lovely. Right. You've caught me mid-update. Take it easy, Alex. So, yeah, a bit different. We're going to move on to a bit of drafting now to finish off the weekend. Um, I'll catch Peter shortly. Um to pick up a bit of a kind of European champion interview with him for you all. Um, But I'm going to sign off and head back in and see where we're up to on 10 in 10. Well, here we are then, ladies and gents. Here we are. The moment of truth. I say the moment of truth. I've I've got the, the, the knackered, exhausted, 
hours later. Already sloppy seconds because the rolling Thunder crew have jumped in and grabbed their little interview. But that's okay. That's okay. They saved the best for last. Of course, of course you did. Because Peter here, Mr. Van der Vel, the figurehead of Dice Masters in the Netherlands, the master of playmats, the designer extraordinaire, now has an additional subtitle. Peter, congratulations. You are the 2019 WizKids European Open champion. How are you feeling right now? I am a little tired, to be honest, but I am, I am so, so happy. It was grueling. Um, but yeah, when it was all over, it was just, I was ecstatic. It's just, it's, yeah, it's the biggest tournament in Europe and I won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I was there. I saw it happen. So I know you've probably given the, the in-depth rolling thunder style breakdown of the team, blow by blow, globals and cars. Let's not. A little bit. Yeah, we, we can go and we can go and revisit that. But I think it's, there's a few important things to note about this team, isn't there, Peter? He's, he's smirking, he's laughing because. Well, what do you think the listeners at home particularly need to understand about the team that you've played at this event today? Uh, well, it was a obviously very well designed team that I, <laughs> that I <laughs> mostly lifted off of Chris. <laughs> I'm there, so I'll I'll ask the listeners to revisit the title of episode 59 which is called Chris is an inspiration to us all uh, because I am Peter what am I an inspiration to us all yeah however there's two key things we should point out here the first is you changed the card which I think made a huge difference in the event and number two we've got to acknowledge the quality of the pilot that took the team to the end I suppose. so let's talk about that extra card you made a change I, well, I, I made a couple of changes to your team, but the most important one. Hmm? Sorry, I forgot what the other change was. It just occurred to me when you said it. <laughs> no problem. Uh, the, the main change is that I put the promo Black Widow on the team. And I did that for multiple reasons, but mostly because I was expecting other Iceman teams. And Which you were right to, absolutely. Yes. And I, I, you know, I, I've been playtesting a bit and I figured, you know, in the mirror, it would be just the, a coin flip, basically. Hmm. Just racing whoever rolls the better level and more bolts wins. And I figured that Black Widow would turn the odds in my favor in the mirror. And she did. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I can speak from experience of playing Iceman myself on Saturday and through the day. No, you're okay, Peter. Say hello to the listeners. Hello. <laughs> that was a different Peter. <laughs> that was a different Peter, yeah. <laughs> we've, had a, we've had four Peters here over the weekend. It's been insane. Um, five, actually. Five. Peter, 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 Peter. Oh, yes. Yes, we absolutely have. Um, what was I saying now? What was I talking about? We were talking about Black Widow and your experiences. Oh, yes. And the, I definitely in the top eight against James was just like, what am I going to do here now? I can't, I can't manoeuvre. He's, he's shrieking my face, which just annoyed me anyway. He, he even confessed he did it to annoy me. Didn't you, James? <laughs> um, but yeah, the, my mirror match tech of just like, you know, race it, deal with it, use bolts too, get in the chess match of it all, didn't work. And clearly that was, I think, a great meta choice that you made there, my man. Well done for taking that idea and moving it forward a little yeah. bit there. 
Thank you. And and of course, it also always helps against range if someone brings Dreadnought, which sure. no one did, no. actually, I think. And against Jubilee, which is also relevant. It is also relevant because that's, of course, um, the centerpiece of Balazs' team that you faced yes. in the top four. Yeah. Yeah. That means, um, yeah. So I think uh, I may have said this on, a, on an earlier recording. Apologies to the listeners if I'm repeating myself, but the, Balazs' whole thing was about getting Jubilee and Hope out, copying Jubilee with Hope. You've got that kind of double ping and then fielding psychics with impunity yep. to murder you with a thousand cuts. And then if he gets desperate, he's got his mutation Rachel Summers combo that in one instance can clear a board, but in another instance can give you a big surprise seven hit, hit attacker. Yeah. Yep. So that Jubilee just had the legs taken out from under it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So let me ask you this. You've played a fair number of games of Dice Masters over the weekend. You've, you've played <laughs> sure. every event and uh, every main event as well as all a load of side drafting and such like as the day's gone on. What's your, what's your, your favourite moment or your laugh out loud moment or the bit that kind of stands in your memory from the weekend? Um, well, the, we did a, a Thor draft on Friday night and there was some hilarity um, during that. Um, I I had drafted the um, common pepper pots, and I also got an uncommon one for the extra die. And then actually, when we started playing, I noticed that I had put uh, the uncommon pepper pots <laughs> on my team. <laughs> We've all done that once. Yeah. Time, <laughs> and and so when I realized that, that was that was pretty funny. And then later, I was playing uh, Xavier from from Spain, and um, he had the rare. Um, Iron Man on his team that I had passed to him because I, I had to choose between that and the common uh, Pepper Pots. So <laughs> the card I passed up on for another card <laughs> got played against me <laughs> and the card that I, I drew wanted it, didn't even get to play it. That's, that's drafting, man. Yeah. That's drafting. Um, so I, that was very funny. We were all laughing. Great. And that's your kind of one of the uh, really reflective... That, definitely the funniest... Uh, bit of the weekend and the rest of it was just a little more stressful <laughs> yeah i mean but i, I suppose uh, my observation and you know you'll tell me if you agree or not was that even through the main modern event no matter how however competitive individuals were feeling about wanting to succeed i think the atmosphere remained you know humorous people were laughing and joking absolutely we, we were able to celebrate with each other's roles if exactly. i had a bad role yeah. the commiserations were there if i had a good role my opponents and you know, all the way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you're nodding there. <laughs> that would have made for a bad segment. Well, actually, Chris, no, I think that. Uh, <laughs> what were you talking about? I had a People pretty were dreadful time. Very angry as me. And... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shame really. You didn't you didn't quite get to bask in the glory of it quite as much because we bounced right out of the, the modern finals into the 10 in 10 and uh, yeah. the, the pressure of the clock was on because many people were like come on I've got yeah, to get we have a to, training yeah, coach catch a train and yeah. this and that yeah. um, so I think um, I'm pleased that we got just a few minutes together for me be, to be able to say do you know what man I'm proud as punch for you I'm absolutely mm. buzzing I mean, obviously not as much as if I had won it. Well, I consider you a, a, a fully paid-up member of the ministry, my man. You're, you're one of the one of the congregation, as we say. So, and I love that you you know you're big on the online scene. I, as well as many others, who will be listening to this. Will uh, know you well from from playing you and experience um, gaming experiences with you through that area. You're really active on social media, so you're a great contributor to the community. And I can't think of anyone really here today. 
that I would have been happier for. Well, you know? Thank you very much. I think you deserved it. You've been working on your team. You've been doing right by the game. You do right by all of us in the community. Um, and I think that you know you should be applauded not just for the win but for what you do for us all. Well, uh, thank you. I am humbled. He's, he's cr- <laughs> folks, he's crying. It's gone. It's gone a bit. Str- it's gone strangely awkward. I don't know how to handle the situation. <laughs> <laughs> We will. I'll take no more of your time. You look absolutely exhausted. You need to find yourself a bed very, well, very yeah, soon. Well, the, the thing was, I actually the reason I'm exhausted mostly is because um, last night after we went out for dinner, because uh, I'm staying very close to the game shop, and a couple of guys that that were still here late in the evening, uh, so I just swung by to say hi, and, and they were they were uh, Balash and Peter from Hungary. And they say, you know, oh, you got to try this palinka. And then so I just, I'll just have one one glass of palinka. And before I knew it, it was three in the morning. <laughs> 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 I was drunk. And so then I had to show up here again at nine. So that's the, that, so yeah, it was a long day. <laughs> well, in which case then I applaud your efforts even more. So let's get to the real important question. Now, in light of this new information, palinka or limoncello? Ooh, that is a tough one. Um, I see limoncello, but only if it's chilled properly. Well, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's the big takeaway from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the important piece of information you take away. We'll wrap it up there, folks. I'm also going to wind up the um, Whiskey European Open coverage there. Uh, I'm going to get on the line with Andy tomorrow night and record a few extra bits just to to gather some of my thoughts for the weekend. But once again, congratulations and well done, Peter. Thank you very much. And uh, swing by Rolling Thunder when they get their episode out because they've been sniping me all day on the interviews. (laughs) See you later, folks. (laughs) Well, then, ladies and gents, there we go. That's the there's my hours worth of WizKids European Open Weekend audio coverage. I hope you enjoyed. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much for taking all of that audio. It's yeah. Worth. Yeah, no worries. Uh, there were a couple of things I was going to say. So, uh, in his interview, he was talking about when me and him drafted, uh, and he was talking about static field global, but in fact what he meant to say was the energy field global. He was getting his field cards confused. Easy to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll just point that out for anyone who's going, what? Static field? What's he talking about with Jubilee? Uh, yeah, it's because what he meant uh, was the energy field that I was using with my boom boom to get all get all funky with the, the global damage that she does. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, uh, as I jokingly comment once or twice through that live audio, uh, James Bloor was picking up some uh, interview time for the Rolling Thunder guys, so keep your eyes and ears open for their episode coming down the line. I see. <laughs> yeah, so keep your eyes and ears open for that arriving. Uh, I think uh, they will have probably a bit more kind of closer analysis of the teams, um, whereas, as you can probably tell from the audio I captured, I sort of was a bit more focused on, on the community players yeah on the players um so keep your eyes and ears open for that but however the the team lists have been posted i've got them on britroller6.com so if you want to go and take a look at think what what was he talking about there or what teams he on about um you can go and kind of cross-reference and have a look at those there um at this point 
I've got the modern, the global escalation, and the pauper up, and I'll get the 10 and 10 list done in the next few days. I'll also write up a bit more of a detailed tournament report when I can kind of get my head together. I made a few notes of my games as I was going along, so I'll do a kind of tournament reporty thing, um, a game by game, blow by blow, um, or maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. I'll see how I feel towards the end of the week, <laughs> how much my batteries recharge. But I want to say, you know, very loudly and publicly, uh, an, an enormous thank you to Peter uh, Shernak at Irisco. That that guy worked his worked his ass off all weekend. I don't think I, I stopped saw him stop moving for a moment. Uh, also, Peter was very ably supported by Patrick, who works at the store there with him. And Patrick was busting a gut as well just to make sure we were comfortable, happy, like making coffees, serving us drinks, um, taking results, fielding ruling questions. Uh, Peter was like really making sure that the recording, the YouTube video recording stuff that was taking place was good, awarding prizes and just generally keeping the energy up and everyone happy and comfortable. And so uh, we owe him and his team a, a massive thank you for the weekend. And the guy did basically not seen his family for four days, you know, to accommodate all of us visiting. And he, you know, he sat in his store playing, drafting Dice Masters with myself and a few others who had late flights and trains just so that we had somewhere to stay and not just sitting around in airports feeling miserable with ourselves. Um, so Nice man. Yeah, absolutely. Big, big, big thank you to Peter and his team. Um, and I'll also uh, thank you to Kenny and Jimmy over at WizKids for the prize pool and everything. And then thank you to the folks over at Ultra Pro because um, they were some sexy, sexy prizes in the prize pool. You know, finally got my hands on that alt art foil boom boom that I so coveted. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a um, the, the, the thing with alt arts and foils, especially prize cards, is when it's a card you play and you use and you, you're really into using it because it, it just sort of it's a step above the rest of the promos because it it's you know you want it for your yeah. team you know what I mean so I'm very pleased to with all the swag all the goodies that were given away um, so a big thank you to WizKids big thank you to Ultra Pro for those that, that was awesome and then just finally i got to say man to a person not one single person there um, was anything but a pleasure to spend time with, you know. Everybody I competed with, everybody I played games against, just I I, I don't even there's not I, I can't find the word really. There's a word I'm looking for without saying warm and friendly again, which just sounds like really kind of bland and like I'm just being polite. But genuinely, just everybody was extraordinary. Just just top notch peeps. You know what I mean? Cool stuff. Well, hopefully then next year, with a bit more time and a bit more notice, it could be even bigger. Well, that's, yeah, and that's the thing now, really, is that, you know, Peter will get the YouTube content out, and I know certainly some folks will be interested in seeing the top eight, top four, and top, and the final that was recorded, and we'll go out there. Um, Don't expect rooks and rooks and rooks of uh, YouTube footage and whatnot, because... um, we were sharing the camera rig with hero clicks so we were going one for one um and that'll all be fine but then that that'll kind of bring the european open stuff to a close once a few of the tournament reports and stuff but the thing now is is we've got to get that feedback into WizKids. you know 20 possibly wasn't quite the number we were looking for 
uh, we'd have liked to have been higher. We've definitely got the player base out here in Europe to get higher than that. But the challenge is, like you say, notice and time and organisation. So we've yeah. got to we've got to make sure we're getting that feedback feedback into WizKids. So certainly anybody who was there on the day who's listening to this, if you if you've got a, a, a tournament report to write up, some meta thoughts that you want to share as a result of it, then get in touch with me because I've got an in with a guy who's got a website who'd be more than happy, <laughs> more than happy to. <laughs> it's me, of course, you silly Billy. Um. But more than happy to get that stuff posted and shared because I think it needs to be more visible and out there. Um, so please do get in touch and certainly any of the guys in Europe, if you ever want a place to, to get some information, then um, I will. More, it may be called Brit Roller 6, but I'll be more than happy to post it for you. I don't think that um, the title is anything more than just an indicator of my, of my location. Um, so... Uh, we've got to we've got to get the word out and keep the, the the kind of buzz and momentum going, and then we've got to make sure that WizKids are seeing that feedback and it's out there. So get on the Facebook pages and start posting. Talk about how much you've enjoyed uh, your time this weekend. Talk about what your wants, needs, and desires are for next year, um, so that that feedback is coming through loud and clear. And then uh, what I would also encourage you to do. Um, so again, you know, I'm, I'm mostly speaking to the player bases in Europe right now. Is Let's let's get a little bit more public about the smaller community events and the smaller local level stuff that's going on. If you've got a regular play night, Instagram some pictures of it taking place. Post some pics on DM Unlimited on on Facebook so that it it's out there. You know people know what's going on. Write some tournament reports up. Send them over to me. I'll get them posted for you so that these quiet little communities. I mean Barcelona. Xavier said in the interview. They've got like 12 players over there getting together, playing with each other every week. But the guys out in Seville, we don't even know if they're still playing anymore. Two cities in Poland with little communities going on, you know? So that's what we've got to do now for the coming months until the next competitive season. It's just just start getting noisy, folks, but get noisy in the right way. That was very Jerry Springer. I told you I had a Jerry Springer thought the day to finish the episode with. You did, but you're also very tired, so I'm not sure how it would have come out. I'm, I'm proud of you. A little tear in my eye. Did it Did it come out all right? Did it? Yeah. Cool. It's I beautiful. mean, if I wasn't as tired as I was, it might have come out better. I might have been a little bit more eloquent. Or even pre-prepared it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's wrap up. Let, let the listeners go on and all right, well, yeah, okay. Well, as all things must, folks, this episode has come to an end. We uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. That wasn't, no, come on, try that again. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed we recording enjoyed it. Recording it. Oh, I'll work yeah. on it for the next one. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, or less than two weeks now. Put a pressure on us now. Less than two weeks? Why, when's the next episode? Oh, hello, Siri, what? I didn't... Oh, stupid thing. Um, well, yeah, this episode's late. No. So it's gonna... It was due to go out today. Yeah, usually it comes out like Sunday night, though, even though we say Monday. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. 
Uh, well, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, don't forget, folks. Get yeah, on the. Thanks. Yeah, I'll be dropping our playtesting videos, our warm-up videos uh, leading up to European Nats in the coming days. I might drop a a couple on a day for the next, for the next few days. Or oh yeah, in, trip in, to feed them. Yeah, and um, get in touch. We're looking for suggestions for team brews to talk about on the podcast um uh, teams you might want to see us play on the youtube vids anything really just send us a letter if you want us to read it out and it's funny we'll probably read it out it doesn't even have to be dice masters related particularly um but i am going to edit this very quickly and find myself a bed so i've been chris otherwise known as true mr six and with me today has been andy aka Eurotastic. <laughs> See you later, folks. Bye. Bye. about right what was that all about then what did you do come on fess up what the the volume was turned down on the handset i don't know how it went down <laughs> it went down all of a sudden i also pulled myself up in my chair and at the same time rolled the volume down oh my word what are you like don't know <laughs> oh dear <laughs>